What's up, people? Jean Carlos here with Total Body Training, where I help people get lean, gain muscle, and build confidence. And this is the second episode of our Anchor Podcast. And today's topic is baby steps and your fitness goals for your New Year's resolutions. And I'm really excited to be talking about this topic because it is, in my opinion, one of the most important key things that are missing in most people's idea of how to achieve a goal. And I'm going to talk to you about what I mean by baby steps and why that is so important for you uh, this upcoming year. So when you are setting up your New Year's resolutions for your, your fitness goals or really for any goal, you can use this for any goal, we're going to want to actually make sure that we have a solid plan. And that's something that I mentioned in my last podcast, that most people go at their goals with any kind of real planning for what the hell they're going to do in order to actually achieve that goal. They just think something really small, like I'm going to get in shape, but they don't, they fail to put in to action or to write out a set of actions and dates and times and, and, you know, actually build a framework for how they're going to achieve their goal. So first of all, you're going to want to start off with that plan. And the biggest thing that you're going to want to take into consideration when designing that plan is taking baby steps. Now, what do I mean by baby steps? When I talk about baby steps, what I mean is that you're going to want to literally build yourself, okay, um, a a plan that baby steps you into and into your fitness goals and helps get you to where you want to be with your with your goal. And so, baby stepping is really important this time of the year. And and here's the major reason why. Let's say that you are really struggling with getting in shape. Lifetime spent maybe the last 10 years carrying around 20 or 30 extra pounds, or maybe even just carrying around an extra 10 pounds, something light, right? And you want to get rid of that weight. But the reason that you have that extra weight on your body is due to one thing, and that's due to some bad habits and some things that you've picked up along the way. So maybe you've started eating more than usual, um, you started having a second helping of food, maybe you weren't eating for any of your meals and then you were eating a one really huge meal and overeating on your calories. Whatever the case might be, what is more than likely probably happening to you is that you have picked up some really negative habits and it's going to be a little bit tricky to break them. And it's not just one habit, chances are it's a number of small little bad habits that are holding you back from achieving your fitness goals and really are the reason that you have gained that weight or have lost your energy or have lost your motivation, all the above, right? All that stuff that is linked to your health. Now, you know, and with that being said, it's not just that you started eating an extra helping of food, but maybe you got comfortable. Maybe you just recently got married and you got comfortable or something came along and you, uh, maybe you had a setback, something sad happened to you. So you started stress eating or your work, you know, environment just wasn't good. So you were going out on the weekends and spending a little bit too much time partying, doing different things like that. Whatever the case might be, we need to try to solve those issues, but they're not going to be something that we're able to solve really quickly and it's not something that we're going to be able to change like you know magically overnight it's something that we're going to have to work on 
And that's why baby stepping or in the habit psychology we call habit stacking is so important. It's because these things, right, these bad habits, there's so many of them and they're so ingrained into your personality and into your day-to-day life, your weekday, your week, everything that you're doing that trying to break those habits and trying to change things and install new habits in your life, picking up new habits is going to be a challenge. And why make this any harder than it needs to be on yourself? You don't need to turn around and change everything at once. So the baby stepping is literally all about taking little steps towards achieving your goal. And so the way that I would recommend that you baby step for your fitness goals is that you make sure that you incorporate this into your plan. So when you're actually writing out your plan for the year for your weight loss, you're going to want to give yourself uh, baby steps. And those baby steps are going to look something like this. Oh, and let me back up real quick. Before you actually start writing your plan, I need to explain why this is so important. Okay, most people start off their year, this time of the year, by trying to think of everything that they can do to get in shape. So they'll go through their mind and they'll think, okay, all right, so... I'm going to change everything about myself really quickly. And what I'm going to do in order to do that is I'm going to go out and I'm going to change my diet. So I'm going to stop drinking soda or I'm going to stop eating, you know, refined sugars. And I'm going to, you know, not only that, I'm going to change everything about how I'm eating. I'm going to start eating broccoli, even though I don't like broccoli, or I'm going to start eating healthy foods. And then they say something like, well, now that I've got all my foods and they'll go buy all the foods, I'm going to also get a gym membership. I've never really been one to work out, but I'm going to go ahead and get this gym membership and definitely I'm going to commit myself to being there, to being square and actually getting my workouts in. And in addition to that, my friend Cheryl sells some kind of supplements on the side and she tells me that taking supplements is really important. And I saw this fitness instructor on Instagram who sells supplements, this skinny tea or whatever, and she lost weight doing that, right? So I definitely need to do that. But here's the thing. What you're doing by trying to take on all these habits is you're putting too much on your plate at once. Because what you're telling yourself is you're going to try to change everything about yourself and everything that led to you gaining this weight over months, over years potentially, right? In just a day. You're going to go out and get all those things and then you're going to try to implement all of those new habits and all those new routines in a day. And the chances are that if you're trying to change how you're eating and you're trying to change your workouts and you're trying to take supplements, you're spending all this money. You're spending all this stuff. You're going to feel like you're going to need to see results quickly. And you're also going to feel overwhelmed when you don't see those things. You're going to feel overwhelmed when you try to learn how to cook new foods. You're going to feel overwhelmed when you're trying to work out and you're feeling beat down from the exercises you're doing. It's just going to be difficult. So if that is you and if you've done that in the past, do not fear. There's one option for fixing that. It's going to require some planning, but it's baby steps. And baby steps in the habit psychology is called habit stacking. So something that I read in psychology, frankly, it's been a help to me in my personal life. So what are baby steps? Baby steps or habit stacking is this. In my opinion, and you can take it in a few different ways, but I feel that it works best like this. You start with something simple. And in my opinion, working out out of all of those habits is the easiest because if you get, because working out is is easier than tackling your diet because it's one hour of your day. So what I recommend that you do is that you pick to work out between three and five days a week for just one hour. 
one hour and you commit to that one hour for the next six to 12 weeks. And you're going to put this down in your calendar and you're going to say, all right, I'm going to commit to working out for six to 12 weeks. You pick a date at the end of that six or 12 weeks. Let's just say six weeks right now, six weeks. And at that point, you can check back in with yourself and you can say, okay, how did I do? Is working out now a habit? Am I feeling better about this? Am I doing this? If you struggled over that six or 12 weeks and you were going at it alone, I recommend that you find some kind of accountability partner or somebody to help you get on track with your working out. So that could be a trainer. I recommend if you're a beginner to always get a trainer, but you can get a trainer or you can find some kind of, you know, friend who can help you out. I'm not a huge fan of accountability friends. Personally, I think sometimes like when push comes to shove, if a friend also has bad habits, it's, you know, how reliable are they going to be to help you help themselves, right? If both people, if two of you are drowning, one person can't save another person from drowning as well, right? It just doesn't work that way. And so my recommendation is you find a solid trainer to hold you accountable or just someone, it could be anyone, a life coach, somebody who can get on your butt about you getting in and working out. Now, let's say that you have been successful in doing that six or 12 weeks of training. Here is your next step. Your next baby step now is for you to pick your next baby step is for you to go ahead and get started with your nutrition. And the best way to go about getting your nutrition together is to either, in my opinion, I'm going to give you two options. You can go with one of two. One of them is free and one of them costs a little bit of money. Actually, I'm going to give you three. And one of them costs a lot of bit of money. <laughs> so the first one is you want to go ahead and select another six week block where you're going to continue to work out, but you're also going to try to take on the new habit of changing how you eat. And there are a few ways you can go about this. Okay. The one way is to go ahead and try to pick out a few bad foods that you're eating. I would say like soda or something. Uh, let's say that you're eating a lot of refined carbohydrates, breads, chips, potato chips, sugary foods, and try to take one of those things out of your diet for the next six weeks. You will see changes if you're overeating those foods. That is for sure. And then another six weeks after that, what I recommend that you do is if you've been able to manage that, don't eat that food again, keep working out, keep that food off your diet, and then get on my first suggested meal plan course, which is get a MyFitnessPal. It's a free app. You can jump online and you can use it. Now, hey, before I lose you, so we'll say, oh, well, I've tried MyFitnessPal and it didn't work. Now, you know, did, you know, that could be true. Or it could also be true that the reason that it didn't work is because you didn't put in the proper effort into working out. And I mean, not working out, but figuring out how to use my fitness pal. All right, take a second and think about it. Did you put in the proper effort to learn how to log in your macros? Did you put in the proper effort to understand, you know, how to chart your body fat and the, the percentages on there? I mean, not your body fat, but the fats that you're eating. Were you measuring the fats that you're eating? Were you measuring your carbs? Were you measuring your protein? Were you getting the exact right amount of macros? How long, if you didn't do well with my fitness pal the first time, how long did you try to actually succeed at it before you gave up? Did you get distracted and then blame my fitness pal for your lack of commitment to doing it? Because oftentimes that's really what it is. Look, it's never been 
more easy to literally all you have to do is figure out how to work that. Now, I'm not saying that it's easy, but I am saying that it's easier than it was in the past. In the past, people had to write these things down. It was just in the 90s. Even in the early 2000s, you had to pay for something like my fitness there's n- because there's nothing like it. You would literally have to, in the 90s, even in the early 2000s, write down your calories with a pen and paper and with a calculator. Think about how long that took people to do. But people were able to get in shape back then and people are able to get in shape now. It's just whether or not you're willing to put in the effort to using this really priceless free product that you can just get in the app store in any mobile device or even on your computer if you don't have a mobile device, right? So let's say, however, that you're just not into figuring out all that stuff. And, you know, you'd like a little bit more direction. Maybe you are a little bit less educated about your, like, what's considered to be a healthy fat or protein. Can I even eat carbohydrates? Can I eat uh, sugars at all? You know, there's so much confusion out there. I hear you. And that is why I would make one of my other two recommendations. You can hop onto Renaissance Periodization. They offer really awesome diet programs and cuts you can do that that is a program that is built for you at your age your weight your body fat percentage all that stuff and they customize a templated program that tells you how much you need to eat each and every day for three months to lose weight this stuff works it works great all you have to do is be willing to go buy the food and weigh it and measure it you don't have to put it into a calculator you don't have to put it into my fitness pal any of that stuff all you have to do is follow the plan that they've given for you. Literally, the only way that we can make it easier is if we had a personal chef and then a personal servant to cut up the food and put it. It'd be easy as far as I know. And I'm not, I've been just since 2014 and I've never seen something that is easier to follow. Now, is it a piece of cake? No. Getting your food, measuring it, weighing it is not a piece of cake. But anything in life that's worth it requires some kind of work. So you're going to have to put in some kind of work. And the bigger problem is that many people will stop before they've even started or tried to learn how to weigh their own food and eat correctly. Many people will start something like RP and then go through the instructions on how to read things. Maybe they've never weighed their food. Maybe they've never done that stuff and they'll get frustrated and they'll give up. Don't give up. Just know that this is kind of like anything else in life. When you're learning something new, it's going to take time. Think about when you first went to school and you learned something simple like two plus two. That took time. It seems simple now, but only because you put together those things that you were taught by your teacher and you learned how to do the thing called math. And right now, what you need to learn how to do is do the thing called measuring and weighing and checking your food, things like that. It'll come second nature to you in time. It's not something that you're going to get right away. And you just have to pretend to have the mind of a little toddler or a little baby or whatever that is learning how to take baby steps or learning as a little elementary school student how to do two plus two, right? You have to take that beginner mindset in order to achieve your goal. Don't get jaded about the fact that something is difficult for you. Me, weighing and measuring your food is challenging. 
All right. So that's still kind of difficult. You have, or maybe you want something that's a little bit more customized for you, right? More specifically, you can go to a nutritionist. Now, a nutritionist is a, you want to find a good nutritionist, somebody who really knows their stuff and someone with good experience who can build you a plan. And then you're going to want to get with a meal company. So someone who can literally prep maybe like all of your lunches and your dinners or something like that so that this becomes easier for you. Now, I'm not a huge fan of going with the meal prep route. I think that you should learn how to do it yourself because, you know, honestly, those are kind of expensive. And so you might find that like after doing that for two or three months, hey, my pocket is really hurting. And if you don't know, right, if let's say that you've lost some weight over those months and you don't know how to weigh and measure your own food, you're going to be up shoot creek without a paddle because you're going to be like, oh, damn, like how, you know, I'm going to gain all this weight back. Right. And you will gain all that weight back because you never learned how to do it in the first place. So what I'd suggest that you do is you take that baby step towards learning how to follow a structured meal plan on either MyFitnessPal or through some kind of templated program, and it'll have some really awesome lasting benefits. And you know, the truth is, is that with baby steps, one thing that we're going to want to address is that you're going to make boo-boos and you're going to need to be okay with that, right? Every baby falls. And if you go out, let's say you get on some kind of nutrition plan or you know, you start your first six weeks of exercise and you don't exercise, right? You skip a few days to go out with the girls or the guys to go party or you stay home with your kids because you were tired or something, right? Cut yourself some slack and don't give up. Oftentimes when people make those little boo-boos, they look at themselves and they say, well, shit, all goes to hell. I'm always fucking up. And what I'm here to tell you is that, hey, that is a-okay. You made a boo-boo, and what you can do is you can learn and look at that and be like, oh, shit. You know, Jean, I shouldn't have done that this weekend, right? What can I do to improve that? So often we get hung up on not looking back on our own mistakes and learning. And every baby falls. And if a baby was to just fall down and, you know, stop trying to learn how to walk, right? If the first time that a baby took two steps, it fell down and didn't learn how to walk, then we'd have a whole lot of damn people sitting around on the floor, right? As adults, we would have a lot of people sitting around on the floor. Don't be a baby that just falls down and sits on the floor. That's a Tony Robbins reference. I don't want to take away from Tony Robbins, but it's the truth. Treat yourself like a baby. If you make a mistake, it's a-okay. It is a-okay as long as you are willing to get back up and take another step and try again. So often, however, though, people aren't willing to do that because of embarrassment, because of boredom, because of getting sick of trying to follow a plan, okay? We're gonna take those baby steps and we're gonna transform our life. Little by little, we will see progress if we build ourselves a plan that slowly lets us progress. Now, this is a plan that we're looking at that's gonna take us a series of months. It is not gonna happen in one month. It's not gonna happen in two. We're looking at three, six, seven, eight months, maybe even a year with baby stepping to see some drastic results, right? It is going to take time, but anything and worth it in life that is worth it takes time and effort. We are sold oftentimes in our society that things or that people just become successful at things. People just had a turnaround crazy weight loss success story. And that is not your fault, okay? Many of us watch things like uh, The Biggest Loser and we see these stories told to us time and time again. We all have the friend who did the, the 
you know, the tummy tuck or some kind of, not the tummy tuck, but did some kind of surgery, some kind of weight loss surgery to lose weight and looks fantastic. Um, we all have the friend who, you know, went to drinking just protein shakes for six months and, and lost all this weight. But what we don't remember or we don't talk about often is how that person's health sometimes declines. So sometimes a person will get some kind of weight loss surgery and they'll have problems where you see them losing their hair or they'll have other health issues because really those surgeries should only be used in drastic situations with people who are obese. In the case of like the shakes, what people who are doing things like that are doing is they're starving themselves and they're able to lose all this weight, right? Initially, but anybody can lose their weight if they just don't eat. Okay. And the thing is, is that like, that's not even sustainable, but drinking those shakes, that's not sustainable. Don't go a crash diet route or don't look up to people who are crash dieting and getting their results quickly. If you are the kind of person that is impatient, I'm going to have to tell you that you're going to have to set aside that trait. And you're going to have to look deep inside of yourself and be like, shit, I'm a fucking impatient person. And the turnaround on my success isn't going to be quickly. So I'm going to have to nip that kind of attitude or that kind of perception of life that I am going to get everything right away quickly in the bud right the fuck now. And that's not going to be easy for you to do. But as long as you're willing to look at yourself and be like, this is a problem for me, I want things way too quickly and I give up on them way too quickly, now that you're aware of them, you have, now that you're aware of that, you have the opportunity to look deep into yourself and when you find yourself acting that way, you can be like, no, hey, you, Karen, stop doing that. Hey, Jamal, stop talking to yourself this way. Stop being so entitled about what you're supposed to get. Be real with yourself. If you've got that 20 or 30 pounds and you've had it on your body for 20 or 30 years, chances are it's going to be a challenge for you to get it off of your body. So what I recommend is that you baby step and you slowly build up to every one of these little, to adding every one of these little new habits that cumulatively over time will have the effect of giving you that long-term goal, right? That's what we want. We want to end up in 2019 and look back on our 2018, right? Look back on this year and be proud of our accomplishments and be proud of the person that we have become this year by taking little baby steps. All right, people. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Feel me some comments, some questions here to help you. I want you to know that I also run a YouTube show called Fit Tips and Foodie Fridays, a bunch of stuff up on the Total Body Training San Antonio, Texas YouTube channel. And I also live stream over on Facebook and on YouTube starting this year. That is my personal goal for this year is to make sure that I'm doing a lot of podcasting. So Anyways, people, uh, I hope this was good for you, and I will talk to you later. Peace.